Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're continuing our study in Judges chapter 8, looking at verses 13 through 17 in the New King James Version. As a reminder, lacking food for his men, Gideon requests supplies from Succoth and then Penuel. Both cities rudely refused, and Gideon promised that once he uh, returns from defeating the Midianites, that he, he promises retaliation. So following his decisive attack and victory over the Midianite rulers, Zeba and Zalmana, he returns to Penuel and Sukkoth, punishing the cities as he promised. Let's listen to verses 13 through 17 in the King, New King James Version. Then Gideon, the son of Joash, returned from battle, from the ascent of Heres. And he caught a young man of the men of Succoth and interrogated him. And he wrote down for him the leaders of Succoth and its elders, 77 men. Then he came to the men of Succoth and said, Here are Zeba and Zelmana, about whom you ridiculed me, saying, Are the hands of Zeba and Zelmana now in your hand, that we should give bread to your weary men? And he took the elders of the city and thorns of the wilderness and briars, and with them he taught the men of Succoth. Then he tore down the tower of Penuel and killed the men of the city. Again, this is Judges chapter 8, verses 13 through 17 in the New King James Version. I'll be back with insights and we'll close with prayer. Hi, I'm the host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. If you don't mind, go ahead and like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. You can also hear my podcast almost everywhere podcasts are heard. That again is Judges chapter 8, verses 13 through 17 in the New King James Version. As I was reading this, I was thinking about when our parents uh, promised us a punishment. And Gideon promised retaliation. And retaliate he does. But let's listen to what the commentaries had to say. Here is Gideon as a righteous judge, chastising the insolence of the disaffected Israelites the men of Succoth and the men of Penuel, both in the tribe of Gad on the other side of Jordan. Their crime was great. Gideon, with a handful of feeble folk, uh, was pursuing the common enemy to complete the deliverance of Israel. His way led him through the city of Succoth first and afterwards, afterwards of Penuel. He expected not that the uh, magistrate should meet him in, you know, with their formalities. He didn't expect them to congratulate him upon his victories. 
He didn't even want them to present him with the keys of their city, nor did he want a treat. He didn't want them to give them a treat, much less did he expect them to send forces to help in this battle, though he was entitled to do this. All he asked for, all he begged for, was necessary food for his soldiers that were ready to faint for want. And he asked, asked very humbly. He's not, you know, brash. He's not saying, demanding it. He's just asking. Give, I pray you, loaves of bread for, unto the people that follow me. And that was in verse 5. The request would have been reasonable if that had been poor travelers in distress, but considering these were soldiers, these are men who were called and chosen and faithful men that God had greatly honored and to whom Israel is really highly uh, obliged, who had done a great service for their country and were now doing more. They were conquerors and they had the power to put under uh, con contribution, and they were fighting God's battle uh, and Israel's. Nothing could be more just than for their brethren to furnish them with the best provisions that the city could afford. And again, all they asked for was bread. They didn't ask for a place to sleep. They didn't ask for handouts. They just needed something to help a hand up. They help them to get to finish the job that would protect everyone, not just their uh, their tribe. But anyway, let me continue. The princes, and I'm, again, this is all Matthew Henry. The princes of Succoth, um neither feared man or God or man. In contempt of God, they refused to answer the just demands of him whom God had raised up to save them. They affronted him. They bantered him. They belittled him. They despised the success that he had already had and didn't think he would uh, win because his army was so small. So they're saying, so where are the hands? Are, are uh, Zeba and Zalmana now in your hand? And they're thinking, no, they're not, nor will they ever be. So they concluded, judging by the size of his army. So they just did not help their brother in need at all. Uh, surely they were worshipers of Baal or in the interest of Midian because, you know, this is your own brother and you won't help him. The men of Penuel gave the same answer to the same request, defying the sword of the Lord and Gideon. And he warned them when he got back that he would punish their crimes. And Matthew Henry says that the punishment was very fair. He did not punish them immediately because he didn't want to lose time. But when he said, when I get back, I am going to, like a, like a parent, when I get back, I'm going to deal with you. And I've written down so much and I'm almost out of time. Um, one, the, well, still Matthew Henry says that um, the, prince of, the princes of Succoth were first made examples. Gideon got intelligence of the number, 77 men, their names and places of abode. And it said that he didn't kill them. He just kind of tortured them. He tormented their bodies. 
and with the men of Penuel, he slew the men of the city, uh, not all of them, perhaps not the elders, but only those that affronted him. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as we continue to study your word. Father, I've been trying to think of a, of a, some, a takeaway, something that we can learn from this lesson. It's about retaliation. It's about uh, helping a brother in need. So God, as we see people who are in need, help us to have that, that heart of compassion to help those who are in need. You know, if someone asks, let us, if it's in our ability to do, help us through the aid of your Holy Spirit. Help us to do what we need to do to help those who need something special that only we can help them with. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way as we continue to pray for the wars that we see and hear about in the news, which is mostly the Ukrainians and the Russians, praying for those in Afghanistan who've been affected by whatever natural disaster. I'm not sure what it was because I'm not a news, I don't watch the news that much, but God, you don't need the news to know what the needs are for your people. So we're praying and asking for you to meet the needs of your people, Father. You know what they are. And Father, as we ask for uh, for blessings, for ask for favor, ask for grace and mercy, we also thank you for all of those things. Thank you for, thank, for favor, for grace, for mercy. Thank you for your Son. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for angel protection. And we praise your holy name, Father. Because David says that you are the one and true living God, and you do hear, and you do listen, and we do thank you. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.